Get ready, it's time for Motorsports Madness, powered by the staff at Race Chaser Online. Your motorsports, your way, every day. And now, here's your host, Jacob Seelman. Howdy. What are you laughing about? Oh, I just like to laugh. Well, there is that. With all that said, howdy, again, and welcome to Motorsports Madness. I'm Jacob Seelman, and he's Tom Baker, and we're going to spend the next, oh, well, not quite two hours talking racing and things yes we are and it should be fun we uh we have Woo-hoo. we have a lot to talk about this is preview week here on motorsports madness if you will the first uh on track racing action nascar stock car style is coming up Indeed. this weekend so depending on when you're hearing this show some of it may already have happened but uh we certainly look forward to spending the next couple of hours chatting about uh, what's going on with the uh, the Clash and also the Arca Series race this weekend Whee! and qualifying as well. So it's going to be very interesting to uh, to see what happens. We have the same old package for Daytona. Nothing changes really until we get to Atlanta when the 2019 package kicks in. Right now, we're yes, still with the restrictor plate, just like it's always been. So you would think that um, it would be a situation where uh, you could somewhat at least predict the main players, I guess is where I want to go with that, um, in as much as you ever can on a restrictor plate track. Yeah, throw 40 names in a hat. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, we do have some announcements, uh, driver, sponsor, that kind of thing to uh-huh. talk about during the show. and uh, We do. All kinds of new wrinkles for this year one driver in his last ride at least supposedly in a cup car we believe j-mac mm-hmm. uh-huh jamie mcmurray um who is running for a combination of chip ganassi racing and spire motorsports spire motorsports spire because charter cgr because 40 and I because see. Equipment. So they took the charter to the 40 is what they yes, did. Okay. That's exactly that's what, they did. what spire brought to the deal. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so Jamie going to be taking his last ride in a sharp-looking number 40 car. Yes. And uh, we got a couple guys in their first ride and uh, a new announcement about a driver in a second car. We'll get to that. Team. So a lot of stuff going on. Yes, we will. Right now we have about five seconds to go away. So we're going to go away and Motorsports Madness rolls on right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) 
It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Kaz Grala, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Sorry, that, that, that music's just really catchy. Yes. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, and we're going... I don't want to say full preview mode, full send, but we're get, we're getting close because it's it's Speed Weeks time, and it Speed is. Weeks is exciting. Yes, it is. So my my thought to Casgrala bringing us back from break is somewhere supposedly I, I I'm thinking when the Xfinity entry list comes out here in in a couple of days, we're going to see Casgrala's name on it at least. I've heard a rumor that we're going to see Kaz's name on it. He was working on sponsorship so. for Daytona. And he's kind of sort of good there. He kind of sort of won there a couple yeah, the years truck, ago. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yep. And he was fourth in the Xfinity car last year. Yeah, he was. And you know what? He's That track fits his driving style, I think. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and, and it would just be good to see him on the racetrack. That team worked so hard to... Uh, put their program together last year on such short notice. They had about 10 days to get on the track at Charlotte. Uh, And, you know, I know he's got some sponsorship for this year in certain situations, Mm -hmm. but uh, hoping he can pull something together and get to Daytona, that would be great. I think we're all hoping that. So uh, with all that said, uh, we will continue on with this edition of Motorsports Madness and kind of roll into the fact that uh, we're getting cars on track here and, I don't want to dig too deeply into the Daytona 500 and the clash fields just yet because there were actually cars on track today, and that's what I want to start talking about first because, well, it's the first thing that happens this weekend. Yes. Arcanite in America. Yes, absolutely. Um, practice one today. Bra- Uno. Brandon first. McReynolds in the KBR Development Toyota, which is uh, a delicious-looking Davy Allison uh, replica paint scheme. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Brandon topped the charts, which is awesome. 
Todd Gilliland, Gustine, Harrison Burton, and Brett Holmes through the top five on the charts. And uh, boy, some some young talent in this series and some uh, some real veterans as well trying to take a shot at it. Even J.J. Pack is back for another shot in his Icebox Customs Toyota. He was 33rd on the charts. Bobby Gerhardt, uh, Sean Core down there. So a good mix of uh, veterans and uh, rookies like Tyler Dipple as well, who's mm-hmm. actually driving for Ken Schrader at Daytona, which I love. Schrader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's driving for Ken Schrader, but Ken Schrader's driving his modified over at Volusia all week. Yeah, which is awesome. I uh, Kenny loves racing on the dirt. That's what he's been doing lately, and he really is uh, he really is enjoying mm-hmm. himself and still running well on the dirt, still getting wins. And but of course. Being competitive. So 183.621 miles an hour was the fast lap. For yeah. Brandon McReynolds. Uh, Todd Gilliland, by the way, was second in another Toyota. This one for DGR Crosley. I was actually over there while they were getting ready to load Todd's ARCA car on Monday at the DGR Crosley Open House. And that Frontline Enterprises sponsored machine looks fantastic if you've not seen it. Yep. It's wonderful. Um, Gustine, third. Harrison Burton, fourth. Brett Holmes, fifth as far as ARCA practice goes. And... I'm looking down the list, and there are two things that jumped out on me when I was looking down the list. Number one is green and black, uh, which was seventh quick, and that was Riley Herbst in his first drive in a monster-sponsored car as opposed to a NOS-sponsored car, which is what he carried all of last year. The The second thing I conveniently noticed was a pair of Robert B. Auer sponsored Chevrolets driven by Andy Sice and C.J. McLaughlin, who we had Andy on not long ago, and he was excited, and it looks like they have good reason to be excited. 11th and 13th overall in first practice, which for that team is humongous. Normally, you know, last year it was a single-car team with Andy driving to to bring the second car with C.J. down, and both drivers be fast right out the gate and within a half second of the lead they could be some dark horses to watch come Saturday afternoon when this race gets underway. I, I firmly believe that. It will be interesting. I mean, Andy especially has, you know, I think has an opportunity. Um, but, again, this is a tough, tough field. I mm-hmm. mean, you've got Gustine driving for Wintron. You've got, um, you know, Harrison Burton. You've got Eckes, and you've got Michael Self. And, I mean, just – there are a number of really competitive racers here. Of course, Bobby Gerhardt's been around forever, and you can never count him out at Daytona. Natalie yeah, let, let's, be, let's be clear, by the way, that Bobby Gerhardt, though he's 26th out of 35 cars in practice, don't ever look at Bobby Gerhardt because he never drafts in practice like ever. He sits back and waits and does his single car runs and then either sits on the pole or comes close and stays up front. Right. Yeah. So, So. I mean, this is really, again, I think you're seeing the battle between youth and experience here. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, McReynolds, of course, been in ARCA quite a lot. I mean, but you've got Connor Hall, um, running in this event, Brendan Queen. I think this would be his first start, maybe second. Yes, and I interesting story there. He landed last minute 
with Dizion Motorsports in one of their entries. Uh, there was much to do about the possibility of Brendan ending up in that Ken Schrader car that Tyler Dipple is driving, and I hate that that deal did not come together for him, but great to see him in a car and competitive on the practice charts going into this weekend. Brendan's been a good little shoe in the late model scene in this part of the country the last couple years, and he's just been looking for an opportunity to get to the next level. So I'm excited for him going into this weekend, and we talk about anybody having a chance. He's certainly a driver, not just with the driving skill, but the mental game, I think, to be able to make a difference if he can survive the first part of this race. I mean, you and I both know, Tom, this race is about survival. If you can get to the last 10 or 15 laps, eh, with the exception of maybe last year, you've probably got a shot. It's it's patience. That's what this race is. It's patience. Um, And just understanding that you're not going to win the race Mm -hmm. on the first lap, the 10th lap, or the 30th lap. You know, you got to be in position at the end of the race, and you've just got to be smart with the car. Um, You know, but I I mean, and I like the fact that Dipple's driving for Schrader because it's fun. With Tyler's dirt background, (laughs) he and Kenny, I think, have similar uh you know personalities they have a lot in common there so i actually think this is a that's a good pairing to see him uh there thad moffett making his debut uh at daytona for uh in the performance plus oil chevrolet for, trying to continue the petty family yes, legacy at yep, daytona uh, you richard's know, grandson lee petty won the first daytona 500 kyle petty won his first arca start at daytona Ken, Th- and that was, I guess, Kyle's, that was Kyle's first Arca start, period, not just his first. Was Thad's his first race. First race, period. Yes. Now, let's be clear. Thad's had some racing experience leading up to now. Can he win his first Daytona start? Uh, well, I mean, in theory, anybody can win a Daytona. True. Um, I don't know. I think Thad, uh, I'm not saying he can't win, but I think Thad needs needs a little more time on the super speedways. I feel like he's, he's young yet. I mean, he hasn't, he's only been racing for about two, three years. It's not, you know, he's not had nearly the years of experience that others um, have had. And he's very, he's very smart and he picks things up quickly. Um, You know, I, I would say if Thad had a nice solid top 10 run, that would be a great day for him at Daytona. Anything, oh, for sure. Anything beyond that, I think, is a bonus. I'm not sure this is his year to win, especially with all of the competition that he's facing in this field. But certainly, I think, um, you know, he's a driver that I think you look at. If he could run all the races this year, he's, you'd be uh, looking he's not, at 20. He's not scheduled to run all the races okay. this year. He's already announced they're going to focus on the super speedway races this year because of the sponsorship they've got, and okay. then hopefully put a full season together in 2020. Yeah, so, I mean, I think getting that experience this year will help him for 20. So I would I would say I wouldn't – I mean, anybody can win, but I would, I would not think he would be a favorite to win this year. Like I said, I think if he could hit a top 10, he'd, he'd – really be happy with that Willie Mullins wasn't a favorite to win last year and he well that's second. true that's why I left <laughs> the door open I mean anything can happen um you know you just never know 
No, you really don't. Now, we don't have time to get into it in this segment, so we'll hold it until after the break. But coming up, we'll talk, We'll break down a few of the full-timers that are in this field. We really haven't mentioned much of them yet other than to uh, briefly drop Christian Eckes' name. And we didn't even talk about his teammate, who I argue is the favorite for the championship, Michael Self, who was way down the practice order today. So we'll get to all that coming up in just a couple of minutes. Right now, though, we're going to step aside. Motorsports Madness powered by mycomputercareer.edu and HMS Motorsport continues in just a moment. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, visit driveforcopd.org and take the screener, then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz. 
and I drive for COPD. I'm NASCAR driver William Byron. You're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. As we roll on with another show, Tom Baker, Jacob Seelman behind the glass. We have Randy Miller and Chris Murdoch punching all the right buttons to keep us on the air, both video and audio. Happy to have you on board for another evening of motorsports conversation. We've been talking about the Arca series, Jacob. And, yes. Um, practice going on today, but of course, uh, that's not the only thing that's uh, going on at the Speedway this weekend. No, it's not the only thing that's going on at the Speedway this weekend. In a completely unrelated note, I'm realizing that the the, the other thing going on underneath me is that this chair has a flat tire. (laughs) I was trying to move and give you a little bit of elbow room there, and it was not cooperating. We're good. good. We'll call call it the... Call in the pit crew to change the tire during uh, the intermission. I don't, is is Chris Murdoch smart enough for that? I don't think he knows how to change Ouch. a tire on a chair. <laughs> yeah, he works with tires, just not these kind yeah, of tires. Not the, these look, kind. the look he was giving you guys. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> We're going to pay for that later. <laughs> if looks could kill you, both be there. <laughs> so... Getting back to racing yeah. conversation, uh, we were talking about the ARCA Racing Series and didn't really dig into the full-time drivers who will be participating this season, only really one of whom was close to the top of the speed charts during practice on Thursday afternoon, and that's Brett Holmes out of Alabama, who uh, basically absorbed the assets of the team that Grant Enfinger won the championship with a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was a um, while ago. Yeah, Holmes was, that was 20, either 16 or 17, that Enfinger, 16, I guess, was that it? Enfinger won the championship. That was longer than that. No, no, not that. Grant's not been in the truck series nearly as long as people think. I don't know, I guess you just get used to him so quickly, but. <laughs> well. Somebody had to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He seems like he's been no. forever. When no, was it? No, I, I, I was a year off. It was 2015. 15. Okay, that makes yeah, more 2015. sense. 2015. Yeah. My bad. I was a year off. Um, anyhow, so you've got Brett Holmes. Even Riley Herbst is not running full-time this year. He and Ty Gibbs are splitting the number 18. Yep. Riley will run the majority of the super speedway races, and Ty will run the majority of the short track races. Of course, we talked earlier about Riley being in the car at Daytona this weekend. Um Christian Eckes in Venturini Motorsports Equipment is going to be running full-time this season. He was 14th quick, and you'd have to believe is one of the proverbial favorites to take home the title this year. Uh, oh, I would agree. You, you look two spots below him, and there's the, the easy favorite, in my opinion, Michael Self, who finally has talked Sinclair Oil into uh, a full run at the ARCA Racing it's Series Championship that's long overdue, in my opinion. I now. like the one that's between them, Leilani, Leilani, Leilani Munter in the what-the-health Toyota Who's making her last start? I like the name. Yeah, I know. What it's the hell? fun. It's a it's documentary. 
yeah. if, you, if you look that up. Yeah. Um, so story there, Leilani is making her final start in a race car Saturday at Daytona. She's decided that this is going to mark the end of her racing career. She finished well uh, uh, and was running well in last year's Daytona yeah. race. Uh, didn't quite pan out the way I think she had hoped, but, uh, you know, we certainly wish her the best for what she uh, is doing in life going forward. Um so you scroll down a little bit further. Travis Braden is going to be making a run at the series championship this year in uh, the 27 car. And a couple spots below him in another Ford, Joe Graff Jr. for Chad Bryant Racing is also going to make a run at the title yeah. this year. And Joe Graff, I think, may be the dark horse there of the five main names that we're talking about running full-time this year from a driver's standpoint. I would disagree. I mean, he's certainly had some good runs. Picked up a win at Berlin last year. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if Joe if Joe is patient mm-hmm. and doesn't overdrive and be, be too aggressive, I feel like he's got a shot at it. Absolutely. Certainly, I think uh, he's got the equipment to do it. We, he we, does. We kind of look past Natalie Decker, and I want to give her a shot because she was 20th in her first practice yes. driving for DGR Crosley. Yep, and Natalie's not running full-time in anything no. this year because she's got the W Series uh, second round coming up next month, which has already forced the uh, juggling of her Truck Series schedule with DGR Crosley. Yeah. But, uh, you know, certainly some good opportunity there for her, and I got a chance to talk to her uh, a little bit about that, and we'll use that audio when her uh, next round of the W Series gets a little closer. But it was some really interesting conversation uh, with Natalie that I had earlier this week that'll be uh, fun to go through here uh, when that time gets a little bit closer. So a lot of interesting threads and storylines, I think, going into Saturday's ARCA opener with, you know, a handful of full-timers, a whole bunch of guys trying to get their, appro- well, guys and Girls, racers. Yes, racers, um, (laughs) because Natalie's trying to get her truck series approval before next Friday's race. Uh, Of course, you've got Gustine, Harrison, Burton, um, actually Riley Herbst, too, for that matter, all in the top ten. They're looking to get their NASCAR truck series approvals for next Friday's season opener at Daytona. We skipped these two also, but we should mention them. Connor Hall. Eighth fastest and Grant Quinlan ninth. Both yes, drivers. two young guns. Yeah, um, and Grant's been there before, but Connor, I think, is is this? Could this be his first? No, race? I don't think Grant's not raced at Daytona before. No, but he's been in the Arca series, I think, for some starts. A couple of starts. Yeah, yeah. I not sure if Connor don't start. I know we'll Connor has not out. been at Daytona, but uh, either way, those two eighth and ninth doing a great job. Um, I think Quinlan driving for Rhett Jones, perhaps. 30 car? Yes. Yeah, I think it's Rhett Um, Jones. Yep, it is Rhett Jones, uh, which had some news we'll get to in a second. To answer your question about Connor Hall, he ran a handful of K&N Pro Series East races last year for uh, Sam Hunt and Peyton Sellers, but he has not made an ARCA Racing Series That's what I thought. So this is his first race. Yep, 21 years old out of Hampton, Virginia. Good job. So uh, he, you know, he's been fun. Uh, Grant's going to be fun to watch, and I hope he can get a few more ARCA starts uh, this year with Rhett Jones because he he's been particularly entertaining in his K&M Pro Series appearances for that team over the past yeah. couple of years. It's funny. Job. It, it, he, it's funny because his his English is so clean that I forget he's Canadian. <laughs> yeah, he is, and. 
and a good, like I said, a good smooth racer too. Oh yeah, no, he's been he's been very fun. Very limited K and N starts, but he's been fast in all of them. Yep. Three top five, six top tens, and twelve starts. One prior ARCA appearance last year, which did not end according to plan at all. In fact, hey, you you called it right. He did run Daytona last year okay, in the Red I Jones car. There, yeah. uh, blew up halfway through. Okay. So Grant going to be looking for certainly for some redemption in this weekend's Zarka race. Uh, I, you hate when I do this, but pick your name out of the hat and call your winner. Well, I was just going to ask you about that. But <laughs> I, before I did that, I was going to okay. make the remark that, that how much different does this field look this year without all the MDM cars in it? I mean, it's, really? a, it's a completely different, you know, I mean, you see all these different names and you keep looking for, and it's like, nope, they're not there anymore. Um, just a completely different situation in the Arca series. Now I feel like, um, you know, I mean, this race is really a toss up yeah. um, because again, there's so much um, diversity of experience and, you know, all of that, that it's hard to, it's hard to really look at favorites, but I mean, as much as I that I want to pick Tyler Dipple to win, you want to, but you're not going. But I'm to. not going to, and the reason why I'm not is because Michael Self is in the race, and I Michael is the guy that I look at. I think him and Todd Gilliland um, and Brandon McReynolds are the three. If I had to pick a mm-hmm. top three, there it is. I'm going to pick Self to win, and I'm think I'm sure you're probably going to pick Gilliland. P.S. Or Burton. P.S. Michael Self won the race last Exactly. Time. So I'm going on the two-inch limb. Can I? I I'm just going to go ahead and preface this with when we get to next week, I'm going to be totally wrong. But it's okay because I want to be that guy. And pick, <laughs> I, I want to be that guy. And pick gonna, a, I'm, I'm going to pick a flyer. All right. That's rare. I know. But I'm okay with being wrong just to get his name out there. I'm picking hmm. the guy who finished second last year on a oh, miracle. Okay. Willie Mullins. And saying Willie Mullins is going to pull off another one. And he's wow. so good in the draft. He's competitive every time he shows up to the racetrack. He runs limited races because when he goes to the track, he always says, I want to go to the track. And, I, and if I go to the track, I want to know that we can win. See, I mean, I, I, I don't want to take away from Willie finishing second, but I – I think a lot to do with that was the fact that we had some late crashes and it kind of left him in that position. I but, don't care how he got there. Well, he knows how to stay enough. out of trouble. Fair enough. I just don't think he has enough to win. But um, there are some definitely some favorites and, and some dark horses. But, um, you know, I think Michael Self has a shot to repeat. And I'm gonna of course he does. To, to win it. Uh, and, of course, again, the change. I'm not 100% sure when the last time we had a driver repeat in the ARCA race at Daytona. It's probably been a while, truthfully. While you're looking that up, I'll point out the fact that, again, for those who haven't heard yet, rule change for the ARCA series for yeah. super speedways only. One attempt. Only one attempt at a green-white checker overtime finish. And uh, that's definitely going to play into the outcome of the race. So just FYI, I, I was almost certain that the last driver to repeat at Daytona was Bobby Gerhardt. I'm actually wrong about that assumption. Frank Kimmel? No. Oh. Grant Enfinger actually did oh it more my. recently than that. Won back-to-back Daytona ARCA races in 2014 and 2015. Wow, I didn't remember he won it two years in a row. Yep. 2014 and 2015. Okay. So well, uh, Grant Enfinger, the last man to go back-to-back at Daytona in ARCA Racing Series action. And, well, 
We're going to see if Michael Self can do it coming up on Saturday afternoon. He's going to have to beat some hot dogs. Yes, I'll he tell is. you what, because there's probably more solid experience with guys yes. like Yoland and Burton yes. and some of those guys than there's been in a long time in this race. Yes, PSA, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday afternoon, Fox Sports 1 for the live broadcast. Yes. With that, we're going to step aside when we return we're going to have a surprise guest. Kyle Sousa is going to call in from the World Series of Asphalt down ah. in New Smyrna. We'll talk short tracking when we come back. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Noah Gregson, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu and HMS Motorsport. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, and I kind of teased it, and Randy said I should have left it a complete surprise, but it's okay. Joining us now on the phone line is our good friend and New England correspondent turned, uh, well, NASCAR home tracks Florida journalist for the week, Kyle Souza, who I lied before the break, I'm sorry, is not actually in New Smyrna yet. Darn it, Kyle, I, I actually thought you were in Florida already. Well, I wish I was, Jacob. It's uh, cold up here and warm down there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're up in the freezer up there. 
Yeah, looking forward, though, to getting down there tomorrow uh, for the World Series of Asphalt Star Car Racing. Uh, they actually practiced today, so I wish Woo-hoo. I was there. Uh, a, lo- a lot of cars actually showing up for that as well. Uh, I know we had talked last week about the Stout Tour Type Modified list, but guys like Jimmy Blewett, Ryan Priest, Jeff Goodale, Doug Kobe taking some laps today. Uh, a little bit of a test session. They're not going to be on track till Monday, but they had an opportunity to take a few laps. And uh, the report from down there that I'm getting, Jimmy Blewett, the fastest car of the day. Nice. Uh, driving for Gershaw Motorsports. That was the team, Jacob, that Ronnie Williams drove for in the Modified Tour last year. Ronnie getting out of that seat uh, and kind of a perfect combination for them to get Blewett and a guy who's got plenty of experience in Modified and a ton of experience at the World Series of Asphalt. So, do we know who Ronnie's driving for, if anybody, this year? Well, Ronnie's going to be uh, actually some breaking news on the wire last night. Um, right now, Modified Tour kind of up in question for Ronnie, but Ronnie's going to be driving uh, select races uh, up here in New England, some open Modified shows uh, with Gary Casella, okay. uh, a team wow. that Rowan Pennick had drove for yep. for many years before his sudden retirement last year. So, Ronnie's got... Uh, some opportunities. He's also obviously also going to defend the SK Modified title at Stafford. So, hmm. uh, yeah, on the tour side, not much going on for Ronnie. But uh, on the flip side of that, Jimmy also not uh, nailed down to be running the tour for that team. They're just using him uh, for this week. And then they're going to, what he says, evaluate the situation following the week. Hmm. Interesting. All right, so there's a little bit of breaking news on the modified side. Let's talk about the World Series a little bit. And I'm actually not going to start in the obvious place, Kyle, so just bear with me. I'm going to start with the big race because there was some breaking news earlier today that Sunday night's NASCAR K&M Pro Series East portion, get ready for this race, fans, be amazed, is now live on FansChoice.tv. Yeah, it's phenomenal that FansChoice was able to put this together uh, with NASCAR, not only for that K&M Pro Series race, but all nine nights of the World Series, starting tomorrow night, going to air live uh, right there on Fans Choice. Jacob, if you remember last year, a lot of you guys were watching the K&N opener from home on Fans Choice and saw that phenomenal finish between Todd Gill and, uh, and Harrison Burton. And I'm thinking we may have a finish kind of similar to that this year. I know teasing before the break, you were about to mention that Spencer Davis uh, is no longer with Danny Watts Racing. He's jumped over to Red Jones Racing uh, for a championship run. He's going to kick off his in, in a really one of just a few drivers that go into that race in a brand-new team. A lot of guys going back with their old teams from last year and a really good field put together for a 175-lap opener like this. Yeah, so it's a little bit slimmer field than maybe we're used to seeing at Smyrna. 19 cars on the entry list for Sunday night's race, 175 laps. But when you look at the the full-time entries, I'm looking down the list here. So we know Max McLaughlin and Hattori Racing Enterprises are going full-time. We know that both Chase Cabry and Ruben Garcia are full-time in the Rev Racing Stable. We know Tanner Gray, who, by the way, is carrying his trademark number 15 for DGR Crosley this year, is going to be full-time. Um, aside from that, the uh, the Bill McAnally Racing entries are at least running part-time K&M Pro Series East this year. So you've got Derek Krause, Haley Deegan, and Brittany Zamora in those three entries. Uh, you've got Sam Mayer, who's running full-time for K&M Pro Series East That's Championship. HMS. That's a that's a, uh, a fifth card, GMS. <laughs> yep. Um, you've got Spencer Davis, as Kyle just mentioned, and we were uh, we were teasing that Spencer full time. And the uh, Rhett Jones car Sunday night is going to carry 82 in honor of Danny Watts. By the way, even though they'll be running the oh, 30 okay. the rest of the time for the championship. Um, 
I've still heard possibility that Brandon McReynolds could end up running full-time for this championship as well, depending on some different things to fall, you know, if they were to fall the right way. So six for sure that we know are running for the title, maybe seven. Um, I'm just going to say it, Tom. It's a very interesting and I might use the word eclectic group, if you will. It's different. Again, I think both K&N and ARCA – uh, taking on a bit of a different look this year. You're not seeing the big super teams with the, you know, three and four full-time car kind of packages um, in those series, Kyle. And I think that's going to be good for the competition because it opens it up more. And we should see, I think, more uh, new faces in victory lane, give more people a chance to win in both series. Uh, and I was actually excited to see Spencer Davis moving over to run for a K&N championship because he'll definitely be competitive with that Rhett Jones car, and I think it will add a lot to the K&N Pro E Series this year. Yeah, I agree. I, going back to your statement about uh, multiple different winners possibly getting into victory lane this year, I think it's it's definitely possible uh, that we don't see what we saw last year, and a guy like Tyler Ankrum kind of dominated the East and went on to win the championship. I think it's more likely this year when you look at the entry list for the opener and, and Jacob mentioning who we think is going to run full time. I think it's more likely that the champion probably wins maybe one or two races, and that's it. Uh, yeah. And that's not going to be a testament to how strong that team is, whoever the champion eventually is. I think it's going to be more of a testament to. It's going to be pretty dang hard to go to victory lane in these K and N East races, especially with some of the West guys dipping over, like Derek Krause and Haley Deegan, mm-hmm. uh, who to me are two of the favorites for Sunday's race. Oh, easy! And they're not even East full-time East competitors. So uh, I think that's going to play a major factor this year in the K and N East series, and obviously a lot of questions uh, surrounding. I think even from the teams, I know a lot of fans have a lot of questions about what's going to happen. Uh, for next year with the combination with ARCA and what's going to happen at the K&M Pro Series and how are things going to work, which still really is not 100% clear. I think this year is the year for somebody to kind of put themselves on the map uh, and be what could be the final NASCAR K&M Pro Series East champion before this merger happens, which, again, not really sure what's going to happen there. But this could be really a marquee year for somebody, and we've seen the K&M Pro Series, obviously, guys, put people to the next level, and I think we've got an opportunity to see that again here this year. I absolutely agree with that. Now, Kyle, I am curious because there's one uh, notable hole on this K&N East entry list real quickly. Is there, ha, has there been any word yet as to who may fill the seat of the Marsh Racing entry for Sunday night? Yeah, there is not. Um, I was actually scrolling Facebook this afternoon. Forgive me, it's, it's pushing past my mind. They have not filed an official entry. There is a driver, uh, though, for that car. We'll get that to you here. Uh, once I hop off the air, so you can announce to the listeners who it is. But uh, that car is going to be back. And that car, Jacob, is actually the car that Ryan Priest drove down there a few years Indeed. ago, if you remember. And that Marsh car has really gone back and forth between New England guys that are running at New England tracks. Some Southern guys have hopped in it. Yep. Uh, and I think you mentioned Connor Hall in the last second. I believe mm-hmm. he's driven that car, too. So He has. Uh, he drove Ted it Marsh a couple is, of times is known to give, Right. So Ted Marsh is known to give opportunities to... Uh, multiple different drivers, and he's going to do that again uh, throughout this season from the way it looks. Only reason I asked is because it was still listed as TBA as far as the entry list that I'm looking at. So you te- you, you, you let me know when you know, and we'll pass it along. Um, going back to the uh, late models now, super late models, Stephen Nassie, does he go back-to-back? 
No, because he's not going to be there. <laughs> also, a little bit of breaking news. That coming out via Twitter um, last night, Nancy, somebody asked him on Twitter, and I had asked him earlier in the week. Uh, he was, must have been busy. He didn't get back to me uh, earlier this week, but he did get back to somebody, a fan on Twitter, that asked if Stephen Nancy was going to be at the World Series. Nancy saying uh, they weren't going to be there this year, uh, expressing his disappointment. Obviously, they're not going to be able to make it there yeah. uh, this year because he won the championship last year, as you mentioned, and uh, is known to dominate. Jacob, though, that super late model field, to me, headlined by a guy you've already talked about, Sam Mayer. Yes. Uh, is he, is he the races. easy favorite? Yeah, I think so. Uh, looking at it from the outside, looking in, of course, we'll tell, I'll tell you for sure tomorrow going in. I think he's the easy favorite. Uh, I think Bubba Pollard, obviously, he's Bubba Pollard. So uh, with him <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for David Rogers. That's probably a winning combination at some point during the week. Uh, they may have a shot at the championship. I think those are the two marking names. You've got USAC champion Logan Seavey, who's going to be running uh, for the duration of the week. I mean, there are other guys, but to me it's Sam Mayer, a guy that's got experience down there, got a can and East ride this year, uh, which kind of boosts that confidence level a little bit more, and I think he's the favorite going into this Super Late Model week. And this is going to be the first time uh, in many years from what I can find out, that the champion from the last year doesn't come back to defend his title. But we have not had a repeat champion in many, many years. I think it's back to the 90s before somebody went back-to-back. So uh, another new champion going to come out of this weekend. Well, and remember that Mayer missed the championship last year by one lonely little point. And Sam made the comment this morning that he feels like not only does he have a good shot at winning the championship in the late model, but he feels like he's got a great shot to win uh, the race in the K&N car Absolutely. because he said this track is really like my home track away from home. He's had so many races there, so much test time now that he just feels really comfortable there. And Sam is, he's very young still, but I'm going to tell you, this is a kid that you got to watch. Of course, the second generation driver, the son of Scott Mayer. And, um, you know, Sam is, is doing a fantastic job at, in everything that he gets put into. So I think this year, uh, being a part of the Driver's Edge program with Team Chevrolet and GMS and Junior Motorsports is going to really help him. And I, I believe this is the year we see a breakout from Sam Mayer, and he's going to do some winning in multiple divisions. Yeah, I think so. And, again, I think he's the favorite for the championship this yep. week. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, guys. We've got a lot of racing going to go on over the course of nine nights uh, with Fans Choice TV airing it all. That's a live, free, and I say that again, free, free. Uh, stream all nine nights, including, as finalized today, the NASCAR k and Pro Series East opener on Sunday. That race is also going to air on NBCSN next week uh, at some point. Jacob, before I let you go, though, I do have a driver of that number 31 Ted Marsh machine, Connor Hall. A guy is there we go. There we go. That car. <laughs> so he is going to be behind the wheel of that car. You talked about him in the last segment, um, but he's going to drive that car at New Smyrna. And looking forward to see what he can do in that car and looking forward to see what all these guys can do. We didn't even talk about the pro weight models. They've got a stout field as well, including yeah. Haley Deegan, who's in one of those cars for the week. So. A lot of stuff going on, and uh, looking forward to getting down there tomorrow and seeing how it all plays out. You got about 30 seconds. Call your modified shot, Souza. Who wins the championship, Doug Kobe or the field? Well, I think it's tough. Uh, I think Doug Kobe's got a really good shot at winning it this year. Uh, going down there, they, they need to test, and they're going to use that as an opportunity to test. Uh, to me, though, it's 
so hard to get against Matt Hirschman. Uh, if you're asking me for the champion, it's Matt Hirschman. He finds a way to be up there every year, and I think this year going to be no different for him. That. The answer to that would be the field then. All right, Souza, looking forward to, see, uh, to uh, seeing you have some fun down there. I won't get to be at New Smyrna next week, but I will be paying very close attention to home tracks. So uh, have fun, and uh, we will look forward to Sunday night for the K&N race particularly. Going to be covering the, the the Daytona 500. Easy to say for me. Yeah, uh, for race chaser really, online yeah, too, yeah, and yeah. really excited about that. So uh, have fun down there, Kyle. Looking forward to your coverage. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. All right, that is Kyle <laughs> Souza, who will uh, be reporting in various capacities, but primarily for NASCAR home tracks during the World Series next week. With that, we will step well this weekend and next week because it's about ten days worth of racing. With that, we're going to step aside, and when we come back, we will continue this edition of Motorsports Madness, and I'll try to remember how to untie my tongue and talk properly. Yeah, me too. This is Motorsports Madness, powered by my computer career. We're back in a moment. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. 
This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Brandon McReynolds, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. That's convenient. We were talking about him earlier. We he were. was kind of quick today. He heard that. That's why yes, he did the Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, this is Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career, who you'll hear about in a little while. Right now, though, we were uh, talking about the World Series. We had Kyle Souza on last segment, and while we got a couple minutes, Tom, we were talking about this year being a little different in terms of K&N and ARCA, but yep. there is one big team this weekend at Smyrna that Kyle, I think, correctly assumed is going to be among the favorites. Bill McAnally Racing, the only team fielding three cars in this <laughs> weekend's K&N Pro Series East Race. Because he can, right? Well, um, and because his drivers have the funding to be able to do so. Yeah. You've got Derek Krause in the Napa car. You've got uh, Haley Deegan, who is carrying Monster Energy on board yes. for the first time. And then Sharp Brittany Zamora. Oh, my gosh. Haley's car looks fantastic. Yep. yep. And then, as you said, Zamora uh, also on board. I think, I think the, obviously, Derek Krause, I think, is the one of the three Easily. who I would make the heaviest favorite of Easily. the three. But, but I'm keeping an eye on Haley Deegan. She won last year. I feel like this might be an opportunity for her to come and uh, show really strongly on the East Coast. And Haley, Haley's a driver who there are several female drivers that are kind of in that part of the pipeline, mm -hmm. whether it's K&N or Arco or even, you know, super late models or whatever. But I feel like Haley is a driver who has the opportunity. She's a hardworking young lady she really wants to do this right and learn this learn this right mm -hmm. she's i think this uh this has the chance to be a good year for her if you doubted who she's got working with her her crew chief yes. is kevin reed yes and Kevin knows his way around a, ra a stock car sure does you know he's won in the arca racing series a lot with venturini motorsports and now to see him working with Haley, I think that partnership could be dangerous yeah, this year. I, again, I think his experience is going to be good for Haley. He's going Absolutely. to be able to really mentor her and kind of coach her up into mm -hmm. that uh, level of racing. Oh, by the way, keynote that we didn't mention on the K&N entry list. Ty Gibbs is in a DGR yep. Crosley 17 car, interestingly enough. Yep. Uh, we won't say any more about that. We'll just move on to a break. And when we return, Motorsports Madness going to continue on. And uh, you don't know quite what we'll get into because we still got a lot more to talk about. We'll be right back after this. We're growing like crazy and need account reps who know their way around agencies, the Internet, and social media. Got connections? Or do you know how to get to the decision makers? Are you fearless? We need you. Internet radio, or as we call it, wireless mobile radio, is rapidly becoming the place to be with almost limitless income potential. So contact us to get involved with the fastest growing professionally produced group of Internet radio stations in the world. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or you can email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep. 
and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it. Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. If you're a gearhead and you just can't get enough of your favorite motorsports on that channel on the cable, or you look at that guy network and you just go, what does that have to do with me? We have the answer. Performance Motorsports Network. Right here on the internet. The best cruising tunes. The best in motorsports programming. And the best shows. We have opinionated hosts and we like it that way. If you want to get involved, if you want to bench race, be listening for information coming up soon right here on this channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Your source for motorsports. Hi, I'm Chase Cabry, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness here on Race Chaser Radio, and we are, of course, live on the Performance Motorsports Network and on Spreaker, and we uh, broadcast as a podcasted show uh, on many other platforms. So wherever you may be listening to the show, we are happy to have you, and we appreciate uh, that you are tuning in with us. Tom Baker and Jacob Seelman here with you for an evening of racing. We've got Randy Miller and Chris Murdoch over on the production side. Hey, I've got a question for you. Are you thinking about a career change? Are you bored with your job? Are you just at a point where it's kind of time to go do something else? Well, here's an idea. You know, there's over 2 million cybersecurity jobs unfilled right now in the USA. Here's a great way to work yourself right into one of those. It's called My Computer Career, information technology. If you're not a math and science person, it's okay. Doesn't matter. It's not rocket science. It's My Computer Career. Here's how you do this. You just go to mycomputercareer.edu. There's a free career evaluation test. If you decide that this might be something you'd like to try, you can either go online and do it that way, or you can go to one of their seven campuses located across the country. You can be an IT professional and be in one of those cybersecurity jobs in as little as four months. My computer career works with employers, hundreds of them, to help you get placed when you're finished with the program and with your education and financial aid is available, including the GI Bill, if you're eligible. So again, real simple, mycomputercareer.edu. It is not rocket science. It's my computer career. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. We want to thank all of the folks from my computer career for being a part of our uh, race chaser radio broadcast here. And again, uh, exciting week for us because, you know, this is preview uh, week and we get to talk about Daytona and stock cars and all kinds of good yes, stuff. Yes, that's not the only thing we get to talk about, though. Oh, Tom. we got plenty. We we do have plenty. And coming up, uh, what's the fastest you've ever been? Fastest I've ever gone in a yeah. car? 
driving 100, uh, 100 miles an hour, but uh, riding 150 on the on <laughs> right side seat in a dragster. All right, multiply that to 100 by 3, and we'll talk about that when we come back. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Cole Custer, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. This show, part of Race Chaser Radio, being broadcast on the Performance Motorsports Network and a whole bunch of other places that no matter how you're tuning in, we're glad that you're tuning in. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Chris Murdoch, and Randy Miller are behind the glass. Actually, Chris is not behind the glass because he's kind of over there off to stage. He's in the corner stage just left. Yeah, he's having fun. Yeah. Anyway, so the reason I asked Tom how fast he's been, and he said 100 miles an hour before the break as far as driving a car, multiply that by three and you get nitromethane and NHRA drag oh, racing, yes. which is the subject, Tom, of this segment. Well, it actually is, and we want to welcome to our broadcast a new uh, partner in crime here, strutmasters.com. We really are excited that Chip Lofton and his staff have decided to join us. Of course, uh, if you're not familiar with Strutmasters, uh, they have been making conversion kits, air suspension kits, made in America since 1999. They are the industry leader when it comes to suspension parts and air to non-air Suspension conversion kits, if you want that in fifth grade English, you can improve your ride a whole heck of a lot, whether you've got a motorcycle or a car. 
Just just look up strutmasters.com and you can do everything online. And of course, you can call them if you need to, to order whatever you need to fit your vehicle. They are the best at what they do. And we are excited to have them as part of the show, sponsoring our NHRA report each week. And with that, we move into the fact that not only is it opening weekend for Daytona Speed Weeks presented by Advent Health, it is also opening weekend for NHRA Drag Racing and the Mellow Yellow Drag Racing Series at Auto Club Raceway at Pomona. This is important for a lot of reasons. It's important for one reason, however, that is maybe not the brightest of news. This year's NHRA Mellow Yellow Drag Racing Series is kicking off at Pomona, Tom, without three of its brightest stars, and one in each division, I might add. We have three of the four divisions in action, uh, pro divisions in action this weekend, Top Fuel, Funny Car, and Pro Stock, and in Top Fuel, the class all-time winningest driver and all-time champion, Tony Schumacher, sponsorless, yeah. and therefore rideless this weekend at the Winter Nationals. If you own a company and you're listening to or watching this show, please jump on this because Tony Schumacher is one of the best ever in, in the amount of visibility and exposure you get from this would be amazing. He's the king of dragsters. Absolutely. I mean, I think this would be an excellent opportunity for a company wanting to get into motorsports in a way that gets them a ton of visibility in a division of the sport that is really, really fan accessible. So you can do a yes. lot with a uh, program in NHRA as far as direct engagement. Yes. In Funny Car, Courtney Force stepping away this year and uh, making way for a new fourth entry at John Force Racing that we can talk about in a minute. Uh, she's not offered a specific reason, Tom, but the uh, speculation is going around that she and husband Graham uh, Rahal yeah. are working on starting a family. Yeah, I think they're working Much on... Much like her older sister Ashley Force Hood did when they're she stepped wor- away. <laughs> they're working on another force being with them. <laughs> eventually or in this case yeah. a ray hall force. ray hall force yeah <laughs> uh i think that's uh that's really cool but disappointing not yes. to see her out there and i think i know where you're going with the third one but i'll yes. let you go there in pro stock yes. we've already okay. talked about him tanner gray stepping away and going the nascar route yeah uh, and that was perhaps the biggest surprise of the late season or the early mm-hmm. off season was his uh his announcement that he was going to move to circle track racing and go run stock cars, um, kind of, you know, you just, you think, wow, you know, the, the first young, really bright star that the NHRA has had in a little while, and um, now he's over, mm-hmm. over racing in stock cars. So, you know, I hope that uh, some more young drivers jump on the, the NHRA bandwagon because, I hope so. I mean, gosh, you definitely need him eventually. The, you really do. You, know, <laughs> you can't keep John racing until yeah, he's 80. This, well, John might disagree with that, but, uh, you know, I think you might have to just pry John True. out of the car with a crowbar. True, but, something like yeah. that. Um, big news, though, out of the top fuel ranks where we don't have Tony Schumacher this weekend, we do have another very famous name, last name in the world of drag race, Son of championship tuner Jimmy Proc, Austin Proc, yeah. making his top fuel debut this weekend at Pomona in a second dragster for John Force Racing. This is a big, big, big deal. It is a big deal. And again, I think that's kind of one of those situations we just talked about. You know, a second generation racer, but not, not from a first generation racer, 
But Austin's coming in with an excellent team behind him and an opportunity really to step into onto the big stage in a major, major way. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see him compete for a win right out of the right out of the gate. Montana brand, uh, one of the major sponsors uh, that's jumping on board of Austin Prox Dragster this weekend at Pomona. It's going to be a partial season drive for Austin Prox, yep. but uh, with the hope that it'll be full-time sooner rather than later. So in the uh, funny car class, they will send somebody home. 17 cars go in for 16 spots. Of course, John Force is always the headliner. Yeah. Uh, Don Schumacher Racing will have all four of their cars returning to the team this year. Ron Caps, Tommy Johnson Jr., Jack Beckman, Matt Hagen. The defending champion, J.R. Todd, and his teammate, Sean Langdon, are in the mix for Kalita Motorsports. The biggest change here are two of the single-car teams. Bob Tasca third running the brand-new Mustang Funny Car Body this weekend at Pomona. But the change for Cruz Pedragon, who's going to be driver and crew chief once again, and he's running Dodges now, Tom, as yeah, opposed to Toyota. That's going to be cool to see Dodge back into it. Um, well, they've been in it with Kalita, but... Yeah. Or not Kalita, sorry, uh, with, Schumacher, with Schumacher, I mean. But, but I, I don't think that... We've um, not had a privateer I Dodge was say, in a while. I think it's been a while for that, and... You know, I'm excited. I think, you know, when I look at the NHRA lineup all across the board, you know, obviously you got Clay Milliken, who, you know, would, would love nothing better than to, to win a championship this year and yeah. certainly has You're going to have to beat Steve Torrance. But, you know, yeah, I was going to say Torrance just was such a hot hand last year. It'll be interesting to see if he can uh, mm. carry that momentum into this year. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a different look in some ways, as you said, yes. with all of the – the the drivers who are not racing this year who we're used to seeing uh in the various divisions competing for wins but um again i think that makes for some fresh enthusiasm and you start looking at some other names to step up and fill those voids Pro stock, real quickly, a couple nuggets here. Of course, the KB Racing Stable, Ken Black's cars with Greg Anderson, Jason Line, and Bo Butner will be the favorites there. The biggest news out of the Pro Stock class was that Ken Black has hired former championship crew chief oh, and tuner with Tanner Gray last year, yeah. Dave Connolly, yep. joining Ken Black's stable. If you thought the KB cars were good now, um, hello. Yeah, I mean, that definitely is going to be a big boost to that program. Not that it needed one, yeah. necessarily. No, it really didn't. Um, but, you know, but it, uh, it certainly adds to the depth, for sure. That was a great pickup. Huge pickup, and I think it's going to be one that Greg Anderson and Jason Line believe will help them get back oh, sure. to the top of the heap after Tanner Gray kind of walked all over everybody last year. Yeah, he did. Um, you've, of course, you've got the Elite Motorsports entries with Jed Coughlin and Erica Enders who are trying to get back there. Uh, Shane Tucker, Alex Laughlin, a couple of the strong single-car efforts. It's going to be a very, very fun pro stock season, I think. And uh, the keynote there, they will be at 18 of the 24 races this season. They will not be at all 24 races. There will be some select events that the pro stock class will not compete at, but the uh, competitors seem to believe that 18 is kind of the sweet spot for these cars and hopefully will help to revitalize some of the uh, strength of field for pro stock this year. And I'd say they're off to a good start because the pro stock class of the professional classes has the biggest field this weekend, 18 
16 cars for the 16 car ladder as opposed to 15 in top fuel and 17 in bunny car. Good. Yeah. So that's all positive news there. And again, we want to thank Strut Masters for backing our NHRA report, straight line report for the week. And with that, we will remind you that the Auto Club uh, Winter Nationals at Pomona are on Fox Sports all weekend long, and including final eliminations on Sunday, I think, following the clash at Daytona. So we're going to step aside when we return. Speaking of the clash, we'll get to talking about the Cup Series and the Daytona 500 and Clash fields on Motorsports Madness. Stick around. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. 
That's inadvertently convenient because he's the subject of some news we'll talk about during this segment. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu and HMS Motorsport. And for those of you watching video, that's Chris Murdoch. We let him out of his video box for a few minutes to actually come talk. Say hi, Chris. Came out (laughs) of the uh, tech shed. We'll get Chris's mic on. I th- Randy's I think working on hitting now. a button. Yeah. Try, try that again. Say hi, Chris. Hello. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> Much better. All dust, right. Dust off the headset. Yeah. Right? So let's talk about the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series and the fact that we're starting a new season. Woohoo! Yes. Let's talk. This weekend, not only do we have the Clash, the Advanced Auto Parts Clash for sponsorship purposes, but we also have qualifying for the Great American Race. And with that comes the fact that Sunday afternoon we will lock in two, one, two cars to the front row for this year's 500. We have 43 cars right now confirmed for the Daytona 500 with the possibility, maybe, potentially, of a 44th car should J.J. Yaley and NY Racing appear on the, the finalized entry list tomorrow. I like it, because last year the duels didn't matter, Chris. We had 40 cars for 40 spots, and we knew everybody was starting. This year, we're back to a pressure-packed next Thursday night, which I'm excited about, because I'm going to be down in Daytona Beach for the duels, but good grief. It just feels like the duels are supposed to be about this intensity, about this pressure-packed night to try and make the race. I am glad we have more cars than we have spots in the field again. It's a great feeling. I I would totally agree, Jacob. And and Tom and I were talking when we were on our way to the studio this evening. It feels like this Daytona sort of speed weeks in general just has a different energy, a different atmosphere around it. It seems a lot more hyped up than it normally is. And the possibility of a 44-car field kind of adds to that hype and also adds to the pressure to the driver and crew, mm-hmm. which I really like. It puts a lot of pressure on on the teams to go out and perform because, like you guys mentioned earlier, anybody can go out and win Daytona. Absolutely right. So we have 36 chartered cars, and it'll be either seven or eight open cars, depending on what happens with Yaley. So let's, uh, we'll go down the list and actually tell you in a minute who's going to be qualifying in. One of the drivers who has to qualify their way in actually was the subject of some news earlier today. Tom, uh, Tyler Reddick landing a sponsor for the great American race in the form of AstraZeneca's Simbacourt brand will be the primary sponsor of the number 31 Chevy Camaro for the day Daytona 500, so good news for Tyler Reddick, and they're also going to be a returning primary sponsor on the number three of Austin Dillon for multiple races this year. Yeah, this is kind of interesting that Tyler ends up in the 31 car for the 500 for Childress because, of course, uh, Daniel Hemrick racing for RCR full-time this year in Cup, but instead of running the 31, he is running the eight. That number. So... And just and just to kind of give people a little bit of background of saying, but wait, the 31 had a, a, a charter last year. No, they just moved that charter to, to the 8. eight because to the so eight. that means the 31 car. is now an open car, which means yep. Tyler Reddick has a little bit more work to do. Yes. Now, another one of the open cars was actually announced earlier in the week. A second car 
out of the Germain Racing Stable that's going to be uh, staffed by Jay Robinson and Premium Motorsports, the number 27 for Casey Mears, who is returning for a one-off attempt at the Daytona 500. Which is also kind of interesting to me, Chris, because this is carrying the number that Childress used with Paul Menard for a while. And so at first blush, you would think, well, maybe this is a combined effort with RCR. Germain, well, Germain, not so directly, but Germain has a direct technical alliance with RCR. But interesting that Jay Robinson and Premium are Mm. actually going to be the ones staffing the car. Right. But can I just say how refreshing it is to see Casey Mears back in a race car after you know, leaving the sport a for minute a, or two a couple of years and, yeah. and now coming back in a limited fashion, but it's still good to see uh, Casey Mears donning a cup series yeah. ride. No sponsor listed as of right now. As of right. I, I think that announcement is coming uh, before Sunday. Yep, afternoon, you would think so. Um, the other open cars we have as of now, Brendan Gaughan returning in the Beard Motorsports entry that traditionally runs the Restrictor Plate Cup Series races. Yep. Uh, South Point going to be involved in the sponsorship of that car. Joey Gase, who has declared for Xfinity Series points and is not a rookie in the Cup Series this year, going to be driving for Carl Long and Motorsports Business Management. Ryan Truex driving a Chevy for Tommy Baldwin in this year's Daytona 500, Truex uh, attempting to make what I believe would be uh, it's, it would be his first Daytona 500 start, his second attempt at the Great American Race. He actually DNQ'd last year at Daytona, if I'm not mistaken. Parker Kligerman in the Gaunt Brothers 96 car, he teased what that car is going to look like. It looks like a patriotic scheme for Kligerman. That's going to be fun to watch because the Gaunt Brothers always bring really good speedway equipment. DJ Kennington has raced that car into the Daytona 500 in the past. And then an announcement that you and Chris were at earlier this week at the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Tanner Berryhill driving for a biker racing in the 97 car, going to attempt to qualify for the 500 on Sunday. And they just got a brand-new sponsor in the form of Wave Sports. Yeah, and this is going to be a really intriguing deal. For those of you who don't know uh, what Wave Sports is, if you look up Wave TV, you'll quickly get the idea. They are one of the biggest content medias on the internet, and most of it focused around Instagram, but they have Snapchats and all of that uh, as well. And so the, the design here is that now uh, they're coming together with Obika Racing and driver Tanner Berryhill to do some really cool behind-the-scenes kind of stuff from the race days and the race weekends. So, again, this is not going to be about on-track or in-car as much as it is going to be about, you know, behind-the-scenes from the garage and all of that sort of thing. It should be a lot of fun. Those guys are very progressive. So this was an interesting partnership and it's a sharp looking car too. Yeah, it it's simple but it's a very clean looking car. I saw the picture on Twitter from the NASCAR Hall of Fame account yeah. on Wednesday. So uh yep. looking forward I to that. I want to see it. Always an advocate of less is more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes. this was this was really well done. I thought if you want to see it, go to Race Chaser Media on Facebook and you will get to see the uh uh, the video that uh, Chris actually put together, the highlight package, and you'll hear from uh, the sponsor as well as uh, Tanner Berry Hill in that package as well, and the, you'll you'll see a good look at the car. For those who aren't Facebook savvy or might not be Twitter. on Facebook like me, 
Twitter, yep, Twitter either uh, at yep. Race Chaser Media or uh, I think the uh, the That's straight a, picture of the car is at NASCAR Hall on Twitter as well. But yeah, we've got it on all, all of our yep. socials at Race Chaser Media. So 43 or 44 cars for the 500. 20 cars for the Advanced Auto Parts Clash, which will follow Daytona 500 qualifying on Sunday. Before I ask you about the Clash, who sits on the pole? Is it a Hendrick car for the fifth consecutive year or no? I am going to go for a long shot, but I'm actually going to pick the driver that Tom's looking at on his laptop right now. The driver that sits on the pole for the 2019 Daytona 500 is Daniel Suarez. Wow! Daniel Suarez. I was actually just looking for the Clash starting lineup. There we go. Um, And that's why I had that out. But, yeah, well, that's an interesting pick. So um, you're going four, but you're going SHR, and you're going the, the new guy. The new guy going to sit the on car, the car. The car and the number have gotten it done at Daytona before in Kurt Busch. This is Daniel Suarez's his year to prove himself. Well, all right, that would be Tom, a good start. Who sits on the pole? Uh, well, um, you, you're you're going to have to work awfully hard to get me to get away from a Chevy on the pole, and I'm going straight to Hendrick, and I'm actually going to do what Jacob did earlier and take a little bit of a flyer on this one. Pay close attention to what I'm about to do here. Okay. William Byron sits on the pole the first <laughs> time with Chad Knauss <laughs> on the box. <laughs> well, you're half right. Oh, it is a Hendrick car. It's so a Hendrick car. You're going with JJ. <laughs> no, I'm not, actually. Oh, it's a Hendrick for, car, but I'm going to go with the driver who's going to pull within one of the all-time record for Daytona 500 poles and do, and do it for the third time in five attempts at the Great American Race. Chase Elliott okay. sits on the pole for the Daytona 500 for the third time. He won his first two poles at Daytona, and now I say he's going to get a third one. Randy, you got a pick? I was going to pick Alex Bowman. Okay, there we that, go. That, that's so acceptable. Either way, it's going to be a Hendrick car. Three Hendricks and a, an SHR car. Yeah, three I Hendricks just, and a Murdoch. I feel well. <laughs> I just feel like you with know, the, the new Ford body, and if you look at it really closely. It sort of mimics all three manufacturers in a way. I just don't buy single lap speed with the car. I think it's going to race great. I don't think See, it's going to have I the agree. single lap speed. I agree. That's my two cents. Absolutely. Qu- quickly turning to the clash while we've got just a minute or two here. 20 cars, previous poll winners, playoff drivers, etc. 75 laps, no points on the line. It's all about winning a check and getting a trophy, Tom. Who wins it? The clash? Yes. Oh, Keep in boy. mind, Ford swept the top four spots. Yeah, last I know, year. and it's it's just again, it's just so hard. I I've got to stick with Ford. I called Joey Logano, so I'm going to stick with Joey. All right, I'm going to slightly disagree and say the driver who should have won the Daytona 500 last year gets off to a hot start during Daytona Speed Weeks. And no, I'm not referring to Eric Almarola. Ryan Blaney wins the Clash, Chris. I think I'm going to go with a Chevy because Jacob, or not Jacob, but Tom put words in my mouth and thought I was going to choose Joey Logano. Wow. But I am going with the one car of Kurt Busch. All right. That could be fun. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to shift gears and talk about, uh, well. uh, When we come back. Yeah, when we come back. We got (laughs) to step aside before Randy throws something at me. More after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Matt Tift, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by my computer career in HMS Motorsport. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker. That guy you just heard from, Matt Tift, is going to be running in his first Daytona 500 next Sunday on Fox for Front Row Motorsports. But right now, we're actually going to shift gears and talk about an event that I got to go to at the start of this week and hear from a couple of drivers, Tom, uh, right after we get Randy's pick for the Clash, because I forgot about that. I was going to say, sorry, Randy. I'm not forgetting you. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with the last guy to win at Daytona, Eric Jones. Oh, okay. Interesting. Brett Guzik in our chat going with Ryan Blaney, so he's a good Hey! Woohoo! You're not alone. Yeah. I'm not alone. Somebody agrees with me. Yeah. So uh, he's going with Jimmy Johnson for the pole and Ryan Blaney for the Clash. I would not be shocked to see Jimmy Johnson on the pole, just saying. No, I think it's going to be interesting. It's very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Kevin Mendering is a smart man, and he almost got Elliot Sadler like how how many Daytona victories in the Xfinity Series? Uh, 27. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) All right. 
So let's talk now for a couple minutes about the uh, DGR Crosley Open House that yeah. took place at the start of the week and had, I think, all seven DGR Crosley drivers who are going to be participating in various series this year. You're going to hear from two of them. The first driver that we're going to hear from, Tom, is a driver that we discussed very briefly with Kyle Souza, I believe, earlier in the program, who's making his NASCAR k and Pro Series East debut at New Smyrna Speedway Sunday night, Drew Dollar. Drew Dollar, give him a holler. Uh, no, that's is, Kaz Grawa. No, it's Holla. This is Holler okay. for Drew Dollar. That's how that works. Uh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Drew is a is is a driver that's new to the program, and you know, I watched him in Legends cars last year, and I hadn't known too much about him before then. Um, but as the as the summer shootout went on at Charlotte, he got better and better. And I think he actually got one or two victories at the shootout before it was all said and I think done two. Yeah. And, and Drew is, is uh, he's a kid with, I think a lot of talent and this is going to be interesting to see what he could do with this opportunity. Here. It's going to be very fun to watch. Uh, you know, less barely a year ago, he was winning his first legends car race. Yeah. And now he's getting ready to run full time in the cars tour, as well as select NASCAR K and M pro series East races that starts on Sunday night. Got a chance to catch up with him at the start of the week, and uh, his enthusiasm for what he's going to do Sunday night is pretty, pretty high. Randy, uh, let's hear from Drew Dollar. So summer broke news a little bit ago. Drew Dollar's running the K&N race at New Smyrna this weekend, which, as you mentioned, you're less than a week out from your official, we'll call it big series debut, for lack of a better term, and you're looking around like a kid in a candy store. you got to be pretty excited about this, don't you? Oh yeah, I'm definitely excited. It'll be it'll be a lot to learn, but we I know we get a ton of practice the day before, and I think we'll be able to be fast. You know, last year DGR won the race with Todd, so um, I know I'm going to have the car, and I'm just going to have to figure out how to drive it. And I'll have some great guys around me to tell me how to do that, and I think we'll unload and be really fast. We knew when the uh, program was announced with you joining DGR Crosley that you were going to run the full-time Cars Tour deal this year, but when did the, when did the possibility of a K&N start, start to come together? Well, that was kind of part of the discussion from the beginning. We just weren't sure. We knew we would do a few uh, of the K&N races, a limited schedule, but we didn't really get in stone that we'd get to run the, the new Smyrna race. And we went down to new Smyrna in the Super for the red eye race um earlier in january and that went well and i got to get a lot of laps at the track in a super so from there we we kind of decided that i'd get to run the new smyrna race in the k&n car ankrum's done the same thing late models to k&n and he decided to turn it into a championship what do you feel like you can lean on him for advice going into this and what are you expecting the transition between the two cars are going to be like well, I really haven't even done much of the late model stuff yet, but Tyler's been great. I've been talking to him a lot about how it's how the feel of the K&N cars are, and I've been doing a lot of eye racing. But he's been telling me a lot. Just no, you know, don't get too stressed out about it. Be relaxed. You know, you've got here at DGR, you just have these awesome guys to lean on the whole time. And uh, he just said, get out, do your thing, and he'll he'll. I'll probably be able to text him throughout the week, and he'll be able to give me some tips for sure. What's your goal? Have you, you know, have you thought about that set of mark for yourself going into this? Well, I want to go win the race. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be going to be in a car that's really similar to the one that won last year. And like I said, we get a lot of practice, so so I expect to be able to get up to speed all right. And from the super race we got to run down there, I, I felt pretty confident. So I'm looking forward to it, and 
for sure top five, but I don't think a win is, is too crazy a thing to say. You, less than a year ago, were predominantly running Legends cars. Now, you, you look at the program that you've got. I mean, is this for you? Are, are you feeling the fast track a little bit? Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about it. Last year, at this time, I probably had less, I definitely had less than five Legend car wins. I think I got my first win um, last year, December, or not last December, but, you know, 13 months ago, I got my first win in a Legend car. So now to think that I'm going down to New Smyrna hoping to win a NASCAR K&N race, it's really exciting to think about. But I learned a ton in the Legend cars last year, and they were awesome helping me develop as a driver. Really still green, but um, it'll, it'll just it'll be. A, I think we're going to be fine in New Smyrna, and, uh, and the Legend cars have definitely helped me a ton to get ready with the car control. I'm excited for him. I think this is going to be a whole lot of fun to watch how he does and how he adapts to the bigger car and more horsepower that he'll have at his disposal this weekend. And he's got the right people to do it with in DGR Crosley. Well, there's no question. And as he said, he's still green. So this is a situation, I think, where Drew's really going to be doing a lot of learning in a hurry. This is a much bigger stage than he's ever been on before um, but again, this is an, a, an interesting year in the k series with, mm-hmm. you know, all of the change in competition and all of that. So this could be a year when Drew, uh, if, if he can uh, adapt quickly enough, I think this could be a year when Drew could make a mark early. Yes, it's going to be very fun to watch. And while, uh, while he's trying to make a mark early, obviously he'll have two teammates for the Smyrna race, yes. one in Ty Gibbs, who we don't really know what his plans are. Uh, aside from the ARCA schedule, you know, th- we didn't necessarily expect him to end up in a David Gilliland race in uh, Crosley Sports entry for any K&N races this year. That was kind of something that came out really late in the going. Um, but, of course, Tanner Gray going to be running for the title this season at DGR Crosley. So they'll be looking to gather all the notes they can this weekend to help build the notebook so that when Tanner moves forward for the rest of the season, uh, hopefully you know they'll have the best shot that they can at going out and winning a second straight championship out of DGR Crosley after Ankrum did it as a rookie last year. Well, yeah, and this is what I'm saying. There's a lot of new faces. Yep. So you never really know who's going to be the one to step up first because there's right. so much inexperience in the K&N car yep. going into New Smyrna. It's a big, fast track. I mean, it's not an easy, not easy. track to get a hold of. So no, it's, you know, it's going to be a really intriguing race. Yes. Now, looking beyond Speed Weeks for the next driver we're going to hear from, this is a driver who will uh, actually be in studio with us next week because He doesn't get to drive at Daytona. He has to wait until Atlanta to make his first NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series start. Anthony Alfredo, who I think is going to be one of the most fun drivers to watch at DGR Crosley this year because his experience in the ARCA car and already having a little bit of quick mile-and-a-half success I think is going to make him a whole lot of fun. He's not confirmed every part of his schedule yet, but he's going to be running predominantly mile-and-a-half races this year, which is something he's super pumped about. Well, yeah, and and Anthony, again, is is a a driver with a big brain. Um, You know, in fact, uh, that's why he's not in here tonight. We're going to be hearing from him from the DGR conference because he's got a night class at UNC Charlotte tonight. He'll be in our studio Monday for the Stock Car Show um, at uh, 7 Eastern with us, so join us for that. But uh, you'll get to hear a sneak preview tonight. Yes, sneak preview about the... uh, 
driver we've affectionately dubbed Fast Pasta over the last couple of years because of his last name. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Alfredo, on his truck schedule, he's going to be running 13 races. Let's hear from him. All right, Anthony Alfredo. So you don't get to go to Daytona and drive, which I know is sad, but you do get to go to Atlanta and drive, which is a big moment for you. What's the anticipation level like going into this? I mean, you said at the end of last year you wanted to take the next step onto the national stage, and it's basically here now. Yeah, it's a huge opportunity for me. I'm extremely grateful. Obviously, it's not a full-time schedule, but nonetheless, um, thankful regardless just because I'm still running 13 races, which is over half the season. So, uh, you know, obviously can't take that for granted. That's way better than just running a handful of races. So I got a great group of guys around me at DGR Crosley who have given me a lot of confidence leading to this first race. And, you know, I'm so excited just to compete on the national stage because it's a dream of all of us racers when we're young to, to get to that level. And, Obviously, my ultimate goal is to become a Cup Series champion someday, but this is just one of those steps and to be on the national stage and race against some guys I've looked up to in the Truck Series and learn a lot from people, including my team owner, David Gillen, will really help me make the transition. How important are the people that you've surrounded yourself with? I mean, obviously, last year you raced against Tyler. Now you're teammates with him, and uh, there was that little thing that he kind of beat you for the championship. So I guess the old saying is true, if you can't beat him, join him, right? Yeah, it is true, I guess. Um, but, yeah, you know, DGR Crosley is just a great organization. It's a, it's a big family from what I've learned from my time here over the past few weeks, and everybody's so welcoming, and I'm really excited about my crew specifically and the, the guys I get to work with this year. So I think we're, we're all going to get along well from the chemistry we've been building lately, and I know we'll be able to continue to build that at the racetrack each week. What's the early expectation? I mean, obviously, with... A part-time schedule, it lets you put more focus into each race, and I'm sure focus on going after some victories. Yeah, absolutely. With their performance last year and in all their series, honestly, I know they'll be competitive in every series they compete in this year, including the truck series. And to be honest with you, I I don't see why we can't be competing for wins this year, even though we're on a part-time schedule, at least towards the end of the year when I get more experience. But uh, I'm not trying to get my hopes up too much or have too high of expectations, but I'm ready for the challenge to go out there and compete for good finishes, run up front, uh, gain as much exposure as I can, and, and perform well and do my job on the track as well, just so that we can obtain more sponsorship and more funding to either run more races this year and ultimately run hopefully a full-time season next year. Do you have the entire 13-race schedule plotted out as far as which tracks you're going to visit? Yes, we do. We'll be releasing that very soon, which I'm excited about. For you, we know Atlanta's the first race. Is is the immediate expectation, hey, we go in treating this like we can win the race, or is track time, at least in the first couple starts, going to be critical? I think track time is going to be critical as far as racing against my competitors. We actually were able to go down there and test last week, and it went really well. You know, we were all very excited. I think, you know, the guys are a little bit surprised with my performance in a good way, and I was actually surprised on my own. I feel like I made the transition pretty well, but those are single-car runs, and that's a lot easier than being around other trucks. The trucks are so aero-dependent that when you're around other ones and they suck some of the air off, it becomes a whole different race vehicle to be driving. So that's just something I'm going to have to learn each race. So, um, you know, like you said, I don't know if it's go out there and be dominant. You know, we're going to try to, and hopefully we can be. But there's definitely going to be a lot for me to learn that I'll only be able to learn in the races themselves. 
it's going to be fun to watch. I know we've only got about 30 seconds to go to break, Tom, but I'm looking forward. I'm glad I'm going to be at Atlanta to be able to see him uh, pull this one out because I think he has the potential to surprise a lot of people going well, into this. Well, like you said, it's going to be a big difference racing the truck versus just practicing the truck. But for Anthony, again, it's just going to be log laps and try to get the best finish he can to learn as much as he can in the beginning of the year to kind of get stronger and stronger as he goes. Uh, but certainly mm-hmm. he's capable of a good performance. He really is. And with that, we're going to get ready to take our final break. I can't believe this show's basically over. So uh, when we come back, we will wrap it all up. This is Motorsports Madness Power powered by My Computer Career and HMS Motorsport, and we'll be back right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more, but the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Hi, I'm Spencer Davis, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now back to the show. I knew he was in there somewhere. 
<laughs> we had news about Spencer Davis we earlier did. tonight. We were talking about him joining Rhett Jones Racing, in case you missed that, for the full NASCAR K&M Pro Series East season to make a championship run. The second or third time Spencer has yeah. made a championship run in the K&N East. So I think I think there's a lot of people crossing their fingers that he can get the job done this year and finally hoist that championship trophy. He's got some good people around him to do it. And good grief, where did two hours? go uh quickly by yes very quickly by uh that means it's time to wrap things up however we do need to say a huge thank you to our uh partners and sponsors with mycomputercareer.edu and hms motorsport the leaders in motorsport safety for what they do to make this show possible and yes you strut masters strut masters well. yes yes thanks welcome. to strut masters and a welcome to them for their uh, partnership in our nhra segment which will become a regular occurrence on this show and i guess that means all that's <laughs> left to do is the shouting and the laughing because Chris is trying to be funny back behind the glass. Apparently so, it's uh, working. It, it is working because I'm <laughs> laughing and Randy's shaking his head. So uh, for Chris Murdoch and Randy Miller behind the glass and for my uh, partner in crime, Tom Baker, here at the table next to me, I'm Jacob Seelman reminding you to keep it off the wall, folks. And if you're headed south to Florida or to some racetrack, we might just see you there. Have a safe racing weekend till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness with the Race Chaser Online crew. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit racechaseronline.com. Motorsports Madness is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network, www.performancemotorsportsnetwork.com. A member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated and may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section in the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-hosts, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the madness returns on Monday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, keep it off the wall and keep the shiny side up.